Good morning, hello, and namaste. This is When Worlds Collide, and we are out here in sunny Van Nuys, California, live broadcasting from the beautifully low-key Sweet Studio 37, where it's a great place to vibe when music is on your mind. My name is Bobby A.M. at Instagram L.A.Musical underscore shaman, and I'm here to talk to you through When Worlds Collide. This podcast is dedicated to the belief that communication is key, and it's time to speak your truth. It is 6 a.m., the top of the morning here on the West Coast in California. I'm here to talk to you about a couple of things. Now, the way that we roll here at when worlds collide at the dub, dub, C, is that we like to let you know a couple of things first off the bat. We really do strive for communication, so we like to break down every one of these podcast episodes into three different segments and segues with a couple of stuff in between and a little treat for your ears before you take off and head out for your day. So let's get this thing on the road. Let's get this started, huh? First off, we like to start all of our podcasts over here at the WWC with a little bit of what I like to call small mind conversation. Now, small mind conversation usually has more to do with people. Then we're going to go ahead and upgrade eventually to average mind conversation that starts working into what we like to consider your ideas and events, more so like events themselves. And then we're going to roll on to our final segment later on, which is going to be our great mind conversation that talks more about ideas. So, with all that being in the works, this is the Dub Dub C. I'm Bobby AM. Any questions, concerns, anything you'd like to talk to me about, you can hit me up on Instagram at l.a.musical underscore shaman. I would love to take some answers, some questions, see what y'all have to say, because once again, we are... When World Collides, a podcast dedicated to the belief that communication is key and it's time to speak your truth. So let's get rolling. Let's get started on this conversation. I want to start off by saying today is February 4th, 2018. It is beautiful outside. Now, uh, first thing I want to talk about is the, uh, the Kylie Jenner, Travis Scott brand new bundle of joy that came in. First off, congratulations to these two celebrities. They are very super young. Travis Scott makes amazing music, if you haven't heard so just yet lately. Very, very talented individual. Kylie Jenner herself is, from what I understand, a fashionista, a makeup artist, and one of the beautiful, lovely young ladies of the Kardashian family. So, all that being said, I'm pretty sure that I don't need to say too much more to that, but... This whole baby agenda that happened here, let's talk about that. You know, a lot of us found out that in September, Kylie Jenner was actually pregnant, was going to go through this pregnancy. And I'm going to bet probably dollars to donuts that a lot of people wanted to hear what was going on. A lot of people wanted to be a part of that journey. But unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, to be quite honest with you, Kylie Jenner decided to keep this one under wraps. She decided to just kind of not really give you too much on the social media front. And she released a press... Uh, she actually released a press Twitter, I believe, that came out in this last Sunday that had to do with her letting the public know that even though she is always okay, open, and welcome for everyone to be a part of the journey, this particular section of her life, she wanted to be happy, she wanted to be healthy, and she didn't want to compromise her baby's present and future when it comes to adding social media into the mix of what you do on a daily grind. Now, uh, also, just to put it out there, Travis Scott is very, very happy. All I'm hearing is a lot of comments. I'm hearing a lot of good things. I'm seeing and reading a lot of great things about how this man is proving that regardless of what you do for a living, you got to be a great father. And that's a huge thing for us over here at the WWC, I'll tell you right now. So with Kylie Jenner and everything going on, I wanted to kind of emphasize this because truthfully speaking, I have been... I have been one of those people that was sort of like exposed to the Kardashians 
from the beginning all the way to the end. I didn't kind of jump in on the Kardashian thing now till later. It was just something brand new. Um, and All right, welcome back. We had to take a slight little break minute, kind of like a commercial break, I guess, based off of what we're using. We are here using the Anchor app to go ahead and start publicizing this event. This is definitely the uh, WWC when worlds collide with Bobby AM. We're over here doing this podcast. So we were talking about Kylie Jenner, talking about how she kept everything under wraps, how she decided not to let the world in on her journey when it comes to her having her beautiful bouncing baby bundle of joy come September 1st. 2018. Again, congratulations to Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott. I just wanted to applaud this young lady. I really did want to give her my 100% accommodations and condones to everything that she's been doing because, you know, that tweet that she put out really kind of gave me a chance to see a little bit of what I believe to be either her personality or her strategy. Truthfully speaking, a lot of these other, uh, a lot of the Kardashians and everything, they like to try to make sure that everything is put out the right way so that the publicity can be maximized and any kind of negative press can be minimized. But with Kylie Jenner, she decided to put it straight out there. Listen, I let y'all do y'all thing for a minute from September that y'all heard I had this baby. Go ahead and let y'all just think what you want to think, do what you want to do. I didn't really put anything out that you could see because I wanted to make sure that my baby was going to have a great upbringing. And I think that's a beautiful and wonderful message, regardless of what we end up finding out later in the future, our confirmations for our assumptions and things like that. I mean, to be honest with you, I think this was just a very powerful move from one of the next women in this lineage. And that kind of leads me to ask my next question about this whole subject, you know, this whole small-minded people subject, why I choose Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott. Well, it brings me to the point that regardless of who Kylie Jenner has been groomed to be, regardless of who we think she is, she's come out and done something that breaks the mold when it comes to what this Kardashian family has been doing through the media. She sat there and kept herself at a distance, sat there and put herself out of the box. And I think that that kind of really does show that this family could have gone from a bunch of, you know, a bunch of mogul entrepreneurial women with not too big of a known name to now a spitfire family that kind of just really does help to redefine social media with a lot of the things they do. And now even more so, You've got Kylie Jenner here trying to be more of an example of how to live a good balance between your social media life and your regular everyday life. You know, the one that you actually love to love, apart from the fact that you're the one that you fight to love. So, you know, any questions, any thoughts on this whole Kylie Jenner, Travis Scott, beautiful baby that they've got going on? I mean, I can't wait to see what this baby does. I would be real with you. You know, because we already have Blue Ivy over here, over here on the East Coast, doing all kinds of diva, diva things. You know what I mean? So I'm really sure 100% that as we get to see more of these celebrity babies, we'll get a chance to see what they're going to bring to the table. And I think that's going to be fantastic. I think that's going to be a great thing for us to see. So, you know, moving on, we'd like to go into our next part of this segment because I'm not just going to talk about Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott as, as, as much as I can harp on about that. I do want to take a minute to acknowledge all the wonderful people, all, you know, all of us across the country that tuned into the Super Bowl because, you know, the Super Bowl was kind of a big thing this year, especially because of the Eagles going in and kind of like coming in out of nowhere for those of us who really don't keep up or for those of us that do keep up, the Eagles finally made it to break through to the Super Bowl. Now, this was their first Super Bowl win ever. And it was amazing to see that, you know, you even got a chance to have a little bit of that celebrity up in there with Giselle Bunchen up there drinking the wine and having a good time, you know, trying to show that support for her baby. Um, I know I I've, I've can't believe that this was actually one of those ones where the Super Bowl just came, hit hard, and it's time to get back to work. That's kind of what it feels like. So with the first Super Bowl going through, anybody that didn't catch it, I'm going to let you know right now that the, uh, the Eagles took it home with the 41-33 to 33 win. And, uh, you know, a lot of the people were kind of trying to shout out who were going to be the MVPs. And it looks like one of the people that was really shouted out so far was a man named Nick Foles, 
who had uh, never won a playoff game, but managed to get 28 out of 43 passes for about 373 yards for about three touchdowns at the end of the day. So I think that's fabulous. I think that's wonderful. And uh, I really do uh, feel like when it comes to all right, we back. When it comes to this whole like uh, recording process, we're running into a little bit of kind of technicals with it because I guess our recording process is kind of just going all over the place. But I'm glad that you're sticking it in. This is the Dub Dub C. We sitting here trying to talk about a little bit of everything. We just spent some of our time with our listeners kind of going through a couple of little small-minded subjective events. So, you know, now that we've kind of got through the little bit of dish talk and things like that, I'm going to go ahead and segue us into what I consider here at the WWC one of our most important segments. Although they are pretty, they are pretty much important. Now we're going to move on to what I consider our average mind conversation. I'm going to get in some nice like theme music and stuff like that. You just give it some time. <laughs> But yeah, man, let's go ahead and talk about Fremont, California. Now, over here at the Dub Dub C, we are sitting here in the middle of a metropolitan city. So you don't really get to see too much go on, especially in the name and in the, in the kind of realm of what we got going on today. Our topic sits out or basically all takes place around Fremont, California. This is all kind of surrounding Terrell Johnson and the Tesla manufacturing company. So the question on today's event is employees' health versus company goals. Now, when is too far? Too far. Where are the lines? Are we in a box? Are we at a fence? Are we in a circle? What are the lines that cross to where you start asking yourself, is this really about the employee's health and well-being? Or is this more about the company reaching its goals at every and all cost? So let's get into it. Any questions you have or anything like that you want to let me know, please, questions, concerns, toss them my way. We want to get this hot. We want to make sure this podcast has a lot of voice to it because here at the WWC, we are about communication being the key, and it is definitely time to speak your truth. So hit me up on Instagram at l.a.musical underscore shaman. I will be there ready to respond to everything you have to say, good or bad. You know how they say all publicity is good publicity. You want to be famous, you want to be infamous, hit me up, let us know. So over in Fremont, California, let's get into it. We've got a man named Terrell Johnson. Now, Terrell Johnson back in September, I think it was like in September, in the beginning of September 2015, he was actually injured at the job over in the factories that they were running in Fremont, California for the Tesla company. He was one of the people on the labor line. Being on the labor line, he actually got hurt and basically was awarded a little under, actually not really a little, says here quite a bit under $1,700 in compensation to be resolved from this business. Now he was told that he earned this money, but he has yet to see the settlement come through. And we are now in 2018, people. Let me remind you, this was in 2015. And I don't know about you, but when I'm waiting on a check... To help me feel better. I do not want to wait three years. I don't think that's something fantastic. Now, especially when it comes to the reality that when we do a little bit more research into the fact of Tesla and the company that they are, a lot of people are pretty aware that Elon Musk running this company likes to make it very, very clear that the global message is that Tesla is trying to be innovative. They are working towards being a future that works on the brand new concepts of it all. To be honest with you, they try to keep a very good image that they are ready to do anything and everything that is going to be beneficial to humanity and that's going to be beneficial to, honestly, big business. So let's give that a whack. You know, let's give that a quick little shout out. Let's give a talk to it and let's talk about how this $57 billion business can't seem to solve or at least resolve or come to some kind of like completion or conclusion with Darrell Johnson's injury at work. This compensation shouldn't be such a big deal, right? I mean, like I said, we say they built on their innovation, they built on ambition, and it sounds, everything sounds socially good. They want to be socially good. So I ask one of the first questions on this topic is, if, I, if you're going to be socially good and you're going to be brand new and innovative, how are you still running things in your manufacturing plant so traditionally? How are you running things so almost, may I dare say, archaically? When the reality is, is that a lot of these manufacturing companies that are trying to crank out cars, they rely on one of the biggest things for the automobile industry, and that's the back-breaking labor of the human and the individual, the 
that is on that line. So let's just get a second to think about that. They're not really willing to pay you for the damage that happens. Oh, but they need you to make these cars. They definitely need you to break your back, blood, sweat, and tears for every Tesla. We'll be right back. All right, all right. We took a second to step off for a minute. We're back here at the WWC. You are talking with Bobby AM. IG is at L.A.Musical underscore shaman. We're getting back into the talk that we're talking about Tesla over here in Fremont, California. We're talking about Terrell Johnson. We're saying that in September 15, 2015, Terrell had an on-the-work injury where they said he was going to be paid under $1,700 in compensation, and that still yet has to be resolved in 2018. It's been three years. This $57 billion business cannot settle and resolve for this man, and I'm going to let you know right now, he is not the only one. There's over 40 reports that people have down documented of a lot of other employees and laborers that were just not given the exact movements and guidance and all that stuff to be able to keep themselves from now being injured workers who were just trying to crank out these cars for Mr. Musk. So, a little bit of facts about this whole factory that's in Fremont, California. This literally is the only non-union, U.S.-owned automotive plant in the country. That means when it's not in a union, for those of you that don't understand, there's not a way for you to really hold on to your rights as a worker. You don't have a group of people that solidly and officially puts it down for you so that the pay is even, so that the, the environment is conducive, so that people really know what's going on. So if you're going to be in a factory-type, labor-type, conveyor belt, blue-collar type of job, you got to try to get into a union, baby. Because if not, you're just going to be a part of the mess. You always want to be a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. So everybody who actually was sitting here laboring in Fremont, California, in this non-U.S.-owned factory over here, were actually doing themselves an injustice by working in high-risk with high-risk environments with actually lower-than-average pay. Now, what do we mean by lower-than-average pay? What we mean is this. If you look up the stats over in Fremont, California, you'll see that when they talk about poverty or they talk about the lower class of the line, they talk about the lowest poverty, I think, household that they put in was an $80,000 four-people household. Yo, that's crazy ludicrous. I live over here in the city, and I'll tell you right now, here in Los Angeles, here in Van Nuys, which is actually in the deep hearts of the valley that we are in over here, and beautifully crafted Sweet Studio 37 in my privacy, I'm going to tell you right now, it doesn't take usually more between twenty dollars to $30,000 for a human being to resourcefully survive throughout the year. They're saying in Fremont, California, that it's four times as much with four people in the household, and that's how it's got to be. In addition, it does claim here that Fremont, California claims that $16.48 is the minimum wage that each employee or each person can afford to live off of. One single person has to be making at least $16.48. That means that you got to be making some buku bucks to be able to actually live decently out in Fremont, California. Now you tell me, with everything I just brought to the table, you think making under $1,700 is going to get you somewhere? I don't think so. Especially if you're sitting here breaking your back, making cars all day. I know you want to be able to go out and have yourself something to eat, maybe a little steak and potatoes to keep your energy up. Ain't going to happen. Not if you got bills, not if you got rent, not if you're working for Tesla. Now, I will say this, that the last year alone, there was a bunch of union drives during a time where they had a string of negative allegations. They decided to up the ante, $2 a person. The hourly weight was bought up for 2 bucks. Now, I'm going to be honest and tell you, $2 is a good jump. That's a nice, decent swing up. Usually, it's anywhere between $0.50 cents to a dollar. Every time we see raises go up here in the valley, here in the city, over in Hollywood, over in Culver City, shout outs to anybody out there in Culver City that I haven't seen in a long time, and I miss y'all, it's a drive. But, uh, you know, continuing on, I'm trying to see here, the fact is that they, this $2 ain't going to really do too much for people if they really are stressing, like a lot of these employees are claiming this was back-breaking labor. And it brings up the question, the main question that we have on our minds with this whole event discussion here, which is, Employee health versus company goals. Now, going before we take another break, I'm just going to let everybody know here real quick 
And when it comes to the company goals, Tesla has put a lot out into the universe. They have tried to manifest a lot of great things because they are an exceptional company. This is not something that is actually up for debate. To be honest with you, they are an exceptional company that has brought a lot to the table when it comes to the innovation that they bring. And I know that when it comes to people believing and not believing, their supply and demand has always been a little out of whack. They've had to go ahead and up the ante, and that's pretty much why they probably have had these people working night and day. We'll be back to get a little bit more on the subject. See y'all in just a Alright, we step back on for a minute. We're starting to get the hang of this whole technicals that they got going on here. This is going to be the last chunk and piece when it comes to our average discussion mind. And I'm just going to go ahead and cut that in for you a little easy to say that employee health versus company goals. Now, we were talking about here in Fremont, California, how Ter Terrell Johnson, 2015, hurt himself on the job. Not the only one. At least 40 people that are running through saying that this is the exact same thing. Back-breaking work. Labor going up the ante. The, a little bit more on the descriptive on that just so that we're not sitting here talking from a broad view because we do like to let people know what it's really about. A lot of these employees were claiming that they were promised a two-hour rotation while on the assembly line. That means while you're working, while you're handling, in about two hours, somebody's going to come and switch your position so that you are not using the same muscles, so that you are not moving the same way, so that there's not a plateau or a stagnancy. When that plateau stagnancy happens, for those of us that actually go to the gym, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Your body starts to break down a lot easier. You start to start getting different cramps. You start to get in different positions. If you've been working the same angle for too long, you end up getting things like carpal tunnel and all of that. And those are serious things. That's not just something you can take a Tylenol for people. This is some reality. So I know a lot of my mentors, a lot of people around me might think I'm a little ludicrous for actually going out here and speaking about Mr. Musk this way. And I'm just going to keep it real with you. Here at the WWC, we really do care about communication. This is about letting people know that it's about speaking everything, the full spectrum. A lot of times, anytime I hear the word Tesla, I either hear beauty, I hear craftsmanship, I hear innovation, or I hear outside-the-box thinking. Never have I ever sat there and had somebody say, so let's talk about what goes on in the factories. Let's talk about how these are being built. Let's talk about how we're still using humanity to be able to actually slave through these vehicles in some cases. Let's talk about how there still managed to be a constructed, a constructed manufacturing company in the U.S. that's able to actually sit outside of Union. Let's talk about why that was even allowed to happen. Let's talk about how people like Terrell Johnson are trying to expose the fact that, yeah, there is some beauty in the world, but there's also going to be a balance of the ugly that comes behind it. And, you know, I really do love everything that they have brought forward when it comes to Tesla. So this this whole bit that I'm doing here, it has nothing to do with negativity. We're not trying to soil that name. We're trying to enhance the understanding. Truthfully speaking, we're trying to come around and say, okay, well, maybe this factory has a little bit of, little bit of balance they got to pull. You know, they are trying to do their best. They have put a little bit out. They have put, they gave these people a $2 raise. They're still, the court case is still up, which means he wasn't denied the compensation. That is another thing to look for. And to kind of keep it real, this is one of those things where I just wanted to kind of get your mind going here on a Monday morning. We just want to make you think that, you know, let you know that not everybody is going to sit down and take it down quietly and politely. There's no reason to keep yourself quiet if you feel like your working conditions are not moving. I myself have worked a lot of retail before I sit before you with the day that I've crafted into my own beautiful dream. And I'm going to tell you the truth of the matter is, is every single time and any time that I had issues with management, with the structure, with the government of it all, with the politics of even just a retail job, and I'm talking about server jobs all the way to cleaning houses, any time something was off, I was ready to let people know in the most respectful, respectful and professional fashion that I'm just not really having that. And I think that's what these people have done here today. Now, some people have actually gone off and said, well, you know, they gave me $250 in stock or 250 shares in stock. Well, yeah, but truthfully speaking with Tesla, do a little bit more research and you see that it takes about four years for you to be able to get that bulk of stock going. So unless you're trying to give them four years and you're trying to figure out how to really work with this company without breaking your own bones down, I don't really see you making too much of that stock. But I mean, then again, hey, stock is stock. Got to make it work somehow. I know they've been making it work since like, what, the 50s, <laughs> since before then. But yeah, man, just a little bit of light to shed on. Employees' health or company goals. Tesla's got a lot of cars to make, a lot of promises to fulfill. They're working hard on it. Should we get mad at them for that? I don't really think so. 
But should we shed light on what people don't really see so it's not just some fantastical company? 100%. They are a U.S. owned out in Fremont, California, non-union. They are working really hard to build what you need. At the same time, they're trying to adjust things and make things real. So let's go ahead and just call that one a midway wash. And thank you so much for taking some time to dedicate yourself to listening to this part of the conversation. Because, you know, sometimes it gets a little heavy here at the WWC, but we don't let that get us down. So... Any thoughts, comments, concerns, please hit me up. I am Bobby AM at A at uh, Instagram's L.A.Musical All right, welcome back. Now we are on to our last segment here at the Dub Dub C. Thank you for hanging in with us. This is our first podcast that we have put out into the earth today. This is fantastic, man. I really do like that we're doing this here. If you want in on this, just a little bit. Comments, questions, and concerns, you can always hit me up at the Instagram at Ale. L.A.Musical underscore shaman. That's probably subjected to change, but for now, at Instagram, L.A.Musical underscore shaman. Now, one of my favorite segments to do, which is the last segment of our drifts, kind of like the uh, pinnacle of what we do here at WWC, is going to be our final last few minutes, which focuses on what we like to consider. I don't even know how to put this, to be honest with you. All right, we like to consider this. Great mind conversation. This is where we speak on ideas. So we're going to start off by telling you that there is a place, there is a company called the IEEE Comsoc. That is the Communication Society. Now, we are going to be broadcasting and speaking a lot about different things that we get. Like, for example, the last segment we did was about, it was basically off of a lot of information on, you know, a lot of the things that are going on within some of the labor here in California. And, you know, we do try to keep the most credible resources like BuzzFeed News and, again, IEEE, Comstock. It's kind of like what we do to be able to try to let you know that what we're bringing to the table is a little bit more legit than someone just mouthing off. So let's go into it. And for this segment, for this final segment, I wanted to kind of give you all a heads up to uh, the top 10 communication trends that have hit humanity from 2017 going into now 2018. Now, keeping in mind, it is February 5th, 2018. This is the start of the new year. We went through January. We built, we solidified, we put all our foundations up. And now it's time to move forward. And a lot of my mentors, a lot of people that kind of center themselves around my kind of entertainment or the entertainment industry that I'm in, they've spoken to me about content and how content is going to be a big deal this year. So I agree. Let's start getting this content out, letting people know what it is, what we do, who we are. Again, my name is Bobby A.M. and welcome to the Dub Dub C. This is when worlds collide. And again, we are a podcast dedicated to the belief that communication is key and that it definitely is time to speak your truth. So when we get back on it, I'm going to be hitting you with our top 10 communication trends of 2017. That's going to be us letting you know what the IEEE CompSoc Communication Society is bringing to the table. So, we'll see y'all in just a minute after this break. Alright, welcome back. We are here at the Dub Dub C when worlds collide. We are broadcasting from sunny Van Nuys, California. From the beautifully low-key Sweet Studio 37 where it's a great place to vibe when music is on your mind. I am Bobby Ann, and of course, all questions, comments, and concerns, you can send my way at Instagram tag l.a.musical underscore shaman, where we keeping it real. So, we are going on to the top 10 communication trends of 2017, and I'm going to start with one of the easiest ones to go with, which is 5G. Now, I've been around buying phones since a long time, man. Ever since I can remember, it was one of my vices. And when it comes to this 3G, 4G, LTE, I don't really keep up too much as I wish I could. But I will say that upon keeping up this past year, I realized that we actually got 5G. 5G has been kind of more of a commercial thing. So being the first one on our list, we like to let people know and embrace that awareness that 5G is here. 5G has now become commercial. What does that mean? It means that we are on a new speed of everything that's happening and what's going on. For those of you that stay in the loop, this is just to tell you that there's a lot of bugs and kinks that 5G had being a new elevated source of 
internet speed, those things are over, man. Going to 2018, it was a nice, smooth, seamless transition into commercial. For those of you that do not know what I'm talking about and you're a little bit out of the loop, uh, basically, when it comes to internet speed, you got to pay attention to what's going on because when you buy a new phone, when you buy a new laptop, when you buy a new anything that works with communication through via the internet, you're going to want to make sure that you get at least 5G going from now on. It's 2018. You got to get that 5G. So, moving on to the second on the uh, IEEE Comstock list of top 10 communication trends that passed through 2017 is the cloud we are all now wired to the cloud from your baby to your grandmama auntie we are all going to be kind of getting into the cloud we should have already done so by this past year i saw it myself at my lower scale over here kind of within my orbit a lot of people that i was talking to moving with making changes with they definitely let us know that when it comes to the cloud it is no longer just a suggestive it is no longer an experiment it is now a reality so when it comes to the cloud get familiar man get familiar what it is get familiar what it does the cloud is basically a storage space that exists in a different space outside of your hardware so you can save stuff directly on your phone if you're one of those paranoid people that's really scared about people tapping into your stuff and looking around or you can go ahead and put your stuff up into the cloud putting it up into the cloud gives some people a little bit more reassurance that what they do actually comes off a little bit you know comes off and, and lets people know kind of gives them an access to who you are I, I don't really there's so many different I mean it's just really difficult to explain the cloud because of the fact that there's so much expansion that has happened to it since it originally came out you know it was an extra storage space where the world can kind of just put all their stuff almost like a big big storage dumpster now it's become something so much more you know the iCloud can hold so many more different things for you there's so much more accessibility that opens up you know, it used to be that if I save something on this memory stick, this floppy disk, this hard drive, this computer, if I save something here and I was out and about in another country, another city, or hell, if I'm even at work and I don't have the technology that I have at home that makes me comfortably connected, you can hop onto the cloud and the cloud's got you covered. I think that's fantastic. So, you know, it is what it is. And now I'm going to be moving on to the next one over and let y'all know We've got pretty good kind of roll coming out here. And uh, with everything being on the cloud, now I get a chance to move into a little bit more of a different segment. The number three on the IEEE Comstock Communication Society list of 2017 trends that are coming in. Stay tuned for me to hop onto the next ones. We're going to knock out the next three in just a minute. Hey, we're back. It's Bobby AM with the Dub Dub C. We got to take a little break here. We actually just got back from it, so let's get moving. We are on the IEEE Comstock Communication Society's top 10 communication trends that have waved through 2017 going into this new year. We started with letting you know that 5G has successfully become the internet speed of humanity in the last year. It was a nice, smooth transition into commercial. Then we moved on to talk to you about how we are all now wired to the cloud. Let's move on to the third, top third communication trend of 2017 is wireless, driveless, everything. Now, this was a kind of a trip for me because I'm going to tell you right now, I actually got to experience my first driverless car, driverless vehicle over in Culver City. I was actually having a uh, business dinner with a couple people at uh, BJ's. If you're familiar with that restaurant, them avocado egg rolls are amazing. But uh, over at the BJ's that's off of the Sepulveda, you know, kind of up the way over there by the LAX, I was just doing my thing, having a little dinner, and all of a sudden these, uh, these folks that were just very kind, business, sa you know, savvy entrepreneurs end up getting in their vehicle for me to see that they actually don't even need to drive it. And I think, you know, there's, there's some people in the world that are like, oh, yeah, it's definitely going to be a coffin on wheels. And then there's some people in the world that are going to go, this is going to be fantastic, because once you take away the human element, now all of a sudden you take away more error. You know, but at the same time, everything's got its bugs. Everything's got its glitches. If I'm going to sit here with an iPhone that the minute that the software don't get updated, it starts turning more into a brick with every passing day, do I really feel like my car is going to be something I can comfortably sit there and say I can let technology take the reins with? I mean, I grew up in a time where I watched older films like Demolition Man starring Wesley Snipes and Sylvester Stallone, and I didn't really like the... 
I didn't really like the first idea, perception that was presented to me about how these vehicles that don't <laughs> don't let you drive really do maneuver. You got him sitting there screaming it out loud, and I'm like, eh, I don't know, you know. It puts me up in the middle. I'm on the fence about it, but I would love to hear what you have to say. Anybody tuning in and listening, please, comments, questions, and concerns, send them my way. Send them to my IG, at l.a.musical underscore shaman. Let me know if you trust a driverless vehicle for you and your family. So moving on to the number four on the IEEE Comstock Communication Society's 2017 Communication Trends, Spying for Safety. Now this one really drew me up for a loop. I'll be honest and tell you I didn't actually see this one coming. But we've got police, we've got, what is it, law enforcement officials trying to use Amazon Echo on the East Coast to be able to catch people a la Minority Report before they commit crimes like homicide, drug trafficking, or anything like that. I actually was reading an article recently that was speaking on how there was a man who was in his home basically setting up and planning for a homicide and the police, the law enforcement in there were actually trying to request a subpoena to be able to take all of the listened information from his Amazon Echo because you know Echo, Siri, Alyssa, they all listen in the entire time so they paying attention to what you're doing and somehow it's being recorded and it's being recorded even if it can't be used which I think is exactly what we were assuming but now we have definite confirmation that that's what's going on so keep in mind all those people that used to put tape on the little camera of their laptop, man, they're not crazy. That was some real, real, some real instinctive defense that they were bringing out right there, you know. So spying for safety, which means that everything happens to be listening, and that's a confirmation. That's one of the trends of communication that you really need to be able to learn about. Because the truth of the matter is, is that if you want to be able to have that privacy in your life and not feel like you got to look over your shoulder, you don't want to think that that's something you have to deal with even now that there's not another being in the room animal or human. Now it's the robots. <laughs> so moving on to the number five, Bitcoin and crypto coin currency. Now this is a little bit more deep. I'm going to let you know right now that uh, a lot of my mentors have pushed me towards this and I think it's fantastic. I think you should too. If you're not on it, catch the trend. Catch the trend. Catch the trend because money is turning into something else. In the next five to ten years, we're going to see money become a whole new thing in itself just like we saw for the internet a lot of people that didn't pay attention they didn't know until the internet hit and other people were capitalizing on it let's not do that with the money huh let's make sure that we let people know what's really going on now in the last year bitcoin made its first thousand dollars i'm going to get into a little bit of how that's detailed once we return this thing record kind of piece is weird so we're going to go ahead and get back to you after this break in just a second this is when worlds collide we'll be right back Hello, welcome back. We are here at the Dub Dub C at When Worlds Collide, a podcast dedicated to the belief that communication is key and it's definitely a great day to speak your truth and it is time. So we are getting back into the IEEE Comsoc Communication Society's trends of 2017. These are the communication trends that have passed us that you really, really should take a minute to know about. And going on to our number five on the list is Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Do you know what this is? I'm going to let you know what it is. It's a brand new form of currency. It's crypto coin. Bitcoin is one of the actual companies that has been running it. They made about their first thousand in the last few years, and it's just rising from there. So like stocks, like bonds, like investments, like capital endeavors, do yourself a favor. Get yourself a little bit of time. Break yourself off 15, 20 minutes. Educate yourself because money is changing. Why do we want to know about this? Why is this so important? Why am I taking the time? Because now that we have Bitcoin pushing out some stuff, now that we have cryptocurrency becoming a reality, this is going to eliminate the bank systems. Eliminating the bank systems is a huge deal for the United States because a lot has resolved and revolved around the bank systems themselves. And because of the fact that nobody can just all of a sudden own a bank, because of the fact that there's only a few big core ones that are based off of big core families that have big core money, big core wealth. They get to do all the changes. They get to make all the moves. And a lot of times you put in hard currency and what's really being given to you is more of like an IOU low key. Mm. I'm not having it. And I'm actually really glad to see that we are stepping up as a humanity and we're trying to give ourselves a lot more freedom on the front. That seems to be the one that wants you to be the most bound and gagged, and that's the money front. 
So cryptocurrency and new Bitcoin, that is the new today. It's here. Make yourself aware so that you can make some capital off of this, people. Whether you're young or whether you're old, it's always good to look at an investment for the future. Cryptocurrency is the investment. So moving on to the number six trend of 2017 that has swept through and you need to know about. It's giving artificial intelligence a real go. A lot of people have heard about artificial intelligence. Me, myself, I'm an 80s baby. So artificial intelligence all seems very sci-fi, all seems very new age. It all seems that it should all be just kind of kicking in around the 20s. Oh, but it's here now, man. And for the last year in 2017, everybody has finally gotten off on the, off their kind of like high horse and said to themselves, let's give artificial a chance. You know, there's been a lot of films that have put artificial intelligence in a bad light, like iRobot, you know, a lot of other movies that have come around, a lot of the just media that's kind of put that desensitization and the grooming in there. And, you know, hey, man, we, we got to be able to move forward with no fear. We got to be able to try to make things happen. We got to be responsible enough to be able to create things that aren't going to turn around and demolish everything that was their creator in the environment and the circumstances. And I'm pretty sure that we're already getting there. You know, we're being careful with it. They're releasing it at the right time. So last year's one of the biggest trends. The top six, in fact, was that we are giving artificial intelligence a real try here, people. So moving on to number seven, smart cities. This is kind of goes into the AI concept. Smart cities have already been developed. What is a smart city? You heard of a smart shower, you've heard of a smart kitchen, a smart fridge. This is basically appliances, electronics that are running themselves. They're running themselves based off the algorithms that they collect on you, based off of what you do, your repetitive pattern, or in fact, what you set in there as a template. Smart cities are going to be popping up a lot more. They've already kind of put them into effect. And so far, we don't really see too much negatives to them. That means the lights will control themselves because of traffic flow that is being determined by an actual digital medium. In addition, vehicles will be driving themselves. In addition, you have really not too much going on with too much hardware exchange. There's a lot more retinal scanning going on, a lot of voice recognition it's getting wild, people. It's getting real, man. Um, you know, one of the things I like to ask myself and other people when it comes to, you know, taking away responsibility and giving it to a electronic medium is, well, then what else are we going to be doing? And what are you going to be doing? If, uh, you know, if your car could drive you, if the lights could guide you, if your fridge could feed you, if your house could tell you what's going on, who's in and who's not, what else are you going to do with yourself? I think you should do more for your dream. I think you should push forward. So I think it's fantastic that the number seven on this list is smart cities and how they're going to be a lot more cities that are going to get a lot smarter soon. We'll be right back to finish off the last three on the list. My name, Bobby A.M. This is Dub Dub C. When Worlds Collide. Alright, welcome back. We are here to finish off this list we've got going on. This is the IEEE Comsoc Communication Society's 2017 trends of communication that have come and swept humanity and the nation at large. My name is Bobby A.M. This is When Worlds Collide. We are a podcast dedicated to the belief that communication is the key and it is time to speak your truth. Hit me up with any comments, concerns, or any questions about what we're doing here or anything you like or don't like to see at my Instagram, l.a.musical underscore shaman. I can't wait to hear what y'all have to say, if anything at all. So moving back to the last three on the list, we've got number eight on the Comsocom Society list is nanobots and how they are going to communicate with us going forward. Now, I think this is actually quite interesting. I think at first I was kind of reading it thinking to myself, why did this make the list? Nobody really thinks about nanobots too much. Nanobots are a big deal for those of you that are really keeping up with communication and technology. Nanobots are basically little bots that are microscopic size that can do work. They can do work in almost any capacity, any type of feature and things like that. So what nanobots really do for us is they actually give us one of the most pivotal innovations that we're going to be putting forward with communication. Nanobots can actually go into a molecular level of your skin and do things to help you like surgeries and things of that sort. Nanobots can actually help to keep things going and keep things moving and they're at such a small size and such a big quantity that it's just there's just really no end to the possibilities of what nanobots can pull together and one of the things that we saw in 2017 was the refinement that now these nanobots will be communicating through that's right you guessed it smell 
So out of all the senses that we got, I like to let a lot of people know since I used to work in beauty, smell is a huge receptor in the world. It ties in a lot to our memory. Just so people out there know, when it comes to the human beings and the animals and everything that you meet, if they've got a signature smell and you catch it, that's what you're going to remember the most. So I may not remember your face. I may not remember your voice. But I definitely know that stank. <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, but truthfully speaking, it's about nanobots and how they figured out that their communication level was best done through smell. So they're going to start honing everything that way, and I think that's fantastic. Because smell is a very, very, almost like a very honest receptor. You know what I mean? No matter what you think, not think of that person, smell is smell. That's not going to change. So once, you, once an animal smells you, they smell you pretty much for the rest of life if they get a good whiff in you. Anytime they're going to come at you or do something with you, they take that smell, they recognize it's you. It's amazing, and I actually think that's a pretty cool concept, and we should definitely keep these, keep these nanobots working with that kind of movement because that just, to me, feels like an honest form of communication. Moving on to number nine, passing through the nanobots is Li-Fi. Oh, I think this is super interesting. Shout out to Hybrid Music out there on IG who's releasing the Light EP coming out soon. Uh, Li-Fi, man, I find this so incredible. Wi-Fi is what we do, right? This is our wireless internet. Well, Li-Fi works with LEDs. And what Li-Fi is promising is that it's going to be an even faster form of internet communication that's happening through the lights that are actually changing their velocity. They're actually, the LEDs will be changing their intensity at such a fast and very, very, very minute specific rate that us human beings cannot really see it with our eyes, but the computers that are specifically using different types of frequencies and algorithms to read, they are scanning for these and they'll be able to see. So what is Li-Fi going to do for you? It's using lights to get you better internet, whether that's bigger storage, whether it's faster, whether it's faster movement, whatever is going on, it's going to be fantastic. I mean, I'm, I'm holding back because the truth of the matter is I just want to get up and shout to this guy. I think this is fantastic. I thought Wi-Fi wasn't going to see a development in a while and here we are. We're already on Li-Fi. Li-Fi is lights, LED, making moves, making signals, and changing the way that you do internet. Matter of fact, changing the way we all do internet. Let's hope it brings us the fastest data because that's really all we want, fastest data. Last thing I want to put down real quick is kind of like the key one to it, but I'm going to take a little bit of time to do that one and just let y'all know. We're going to take a quick little break for just a second. It's only a few minutes. But uh, I'll see y'all in just a second to hit the last, the, the number 10 and the final on the IEEE Comstock Communication Society's 2017 Trends. I'll be seeing y'all in just a minute. My name is Bobby A.M. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. Hear it when worlds collide. The Dub Dub C. All right, we back. We back with this communication right over here. We're at the Dub Dub C when worlds collide. My name is Bobby A.M. Hit me up on my Instagram at l.a.musical underscore shaman. We've been talking about multiple subjects today with our first podcast. I'm really loving this a lot. I hope y'all are loving it too for those of you tuning in. I'm down to my last 10 2017 trend that's hit up based off of the IEEE CompSide Communication Society's list of 2017 communication trends that not only have come through and swept our nation, but have swept the world and you definitely should be paying attention to. Number 10, net neutrality. Oh my goodness, man. They are going to start charging you for different levels of internet. We already have President United States President Trump fighting to repeal this so that we can start actually making a tangible cost of supply and demand between the levels of Wi-Fi. Now, if you're tuning in from listening to the last feed that we put out before we went to a break, we were talking about how Li-Fi is the newest form of internet that's coming through with LED lights doing transitions that we can't see but computers can. Now we're going into net neutrality. You know, we put this one on the list because the fact of the matter is, is that People, we already went from having free water to bottled water, and now expensive bottled water, and now there's even more going on with water. I'm not even going to get into it. But do we really want net neutrality? Do we, do, we really want, do we really want to keep what we have going now, or do we want to start making a commerce and telling people that, well, if you don't have the premium package, you can't get these certain websites to be able to use for Internet. 
So what the what I believe this to be is it's basically a cable casting system. Seen it before, same thing on television. But truthfully speaking, Wi-Fi, internet, all of that is the new television. We went from sitting in front of the box doing nothing to now trying to get our own conscious in the box. So it just kind of makes sense that there would have to be some kind of classing system. That structure really does kind of keep things structured. That's kind of the point of the structure. I don't personally agree with it just because of the fact that as much as I really do love structure, I love consistency, I don't really think denying people the ability to get access to information, especially public information, is something you should just start charging all of a sudden for. I think that's not really going to be a progressive front for humanity. I think that actually is a slight, if not a huge step back. But I would love to hear what you have to say. And please, this is a huge subject for us here at the WWC because we want to let people know it is about your privacy. You know, we talked about on this top 10, we talked about people invading your privacy to try to do things like minority port, a la stopping crimes and things like that of the sort. We talked about people letting, you know, artificial intelligence into their lives. You know, everybody putting their stuff on the cloud. Everybody's starting to trust these smart cities and all of these, you know, driverless cars. There's a lot of trust going on here, you know what I mean? So do we really want to add a class system to that on the Internet? You know, some would say yes, some would say no. Me personally... I would just say let's just go ahead and call it a wash, you know, let's just leave it as it is and keep this thing a free expansive movement because I have seen the progression of how youth nowadays is a lot more a lot more prone and savvy to be able to absorb more information from you. It's just a key of letting all of us that are older know, you know what, you got to deliver it properly. You got to know what you're talking about because a lot of people can sniff out that BS the minute that you start speaking. It's in the tone, you know, as human beings, we listen to 93% tonality. That means if your tone is off, I don't believe you. If you smell funny, I don't believe you. If you're acting kind of weird, I don't believe you. So if I don't believe you, it's unbelievable information and unbelievable information. I'm going to just let that fly in one ear and out the other. So net neutrality is the last one on our list. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us go through these top ten. They are kind of vital things that you should be knowing. They are kind of things that are kind of moving you into the new communication. You got to know, man. Keep yourself smart. You know, I had a manager one time at an old retail job say, I think it was the, the line of the day that he would say was, ignorance isn't bliss because what you don't know can hurt you. And I really do believe that's the truth. This is Dub Dub C. When worlds collide, I'm Bobby AM. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate what you bring to the table just as much as what we do. Hit us up. Hit me up in my IG at l.a.musical underscore shaman. This is when worlds collide here in sunny Van Nuys, California from Sweet Studio 37. It's been a pleasure. Have a great, wonderful day.